Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we've got the season of love to talk about all the MCU couples that are our favorites and our least favorites. All that and more of us that we have no control over. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Oh, the The trio! trio! We are back. The Triforce is here. Which one's power? Who's power? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a nerd. Um, (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) So... Today we're doing a commissioned episode. Uh, the the very the very kind patron of ours, uh, Lydia Herbert, gave us this one. It says, "I had a commission about your favorite and least favorite MCU couples and why they work uh, or don't work." I guess uh, mine is Steve and Peggy because I think they're soulmates, and my worst is Steve and Sharon. I think that one doesn't need explaining. <laughs> Possible incest. But that is, you did explain it, Lydia. She went on to explain it, yep. <laughs> it's by marriage, but still. We think, we think. Maybe. I need him to be pure. And, okay? <laughs> yeah, but do you not remember? Do you not remember at the end of She-Hulk? We got <laughs> Captain America, fuck! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> yep. Uh, not 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 pure as the driven snow anymore, my friend. Not pure. Yeah, he is. Okay, fair enough. He gets it. He probably watches Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gross. Gross. Uh, is, is, he's from a different time. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a different time back then. <laughs> he was like, but the TV said it was okay. You guys have been doing it since medieval times. <laughs> mm. Anyway, sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> We're we're getting a little off the rails already. <laughs> yeah, this, this is all Lydia's fault. This is all part of the commission. She brought up the possible incest in the Sharon and Steve relationship. We just we're just you know we're just keeping the ball in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watched House of the Dragon and I suddenly had no problem with it. Game of Thrones, I was like, Ugh, House of the Dragon. I'm like, yes, power couple. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yep, I think it's uh, I think it's got you, Ashley. It's it's taken you. Game of Thrones has its perfect in description. You. No spoilers. Yep. Let's move forward. <laughs> Let's move forward. Okay, so we're going to do what we often do, which is like, we're going to go through and uh, give our top three, we're each going to give our top three uh, worst couples in the MCU and our top three best couples in the MCU. Um, I'm pretty excited so, about this. This should be fun. Question. Question for clarity. Uh, yeah. When we do our least favorite and we do them in order, is number three on the least favorite our 
third least liked is number uh-huh. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is number one we hate the most? Number one exactly. is my most hated. Number three is my least okay. of the most hated. Okay. Good call, Jeff. We're going to work towards the towards the crescendo. You know how this works. <laughs> yeah. You're in showbiz. You live in... Uh, <laughs> We're going to start with the number three on our list of the worst couples. We talked about best or worst first. We said worst first because we want to end on a happy note. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a great episode to do during uh, Valentine's Day season yes. or whatever. This you is know, very personal. We're all going to find out a lot about what we think a relationship should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. May- These maybe. answers are going to be very subjective. <laughs> they're, they're super subjective, but I feel like I have all the right answers. <laughs> um. <laughs> no incest. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can. I can. I think I can definitively say that none of mine involve incest. None of mine are Targaryens. I can say that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, y'all want to just dive in? What, do you want to talk yeah. about your rubrics? Uh, do you want to talk about your uh, the way you thought about this at all? It'll come out. Yeah, it'll come out in the wash. <laughs> it will. I took indeed. a lot of them personally. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So throw out your number three for the best, okay. for the worst. For the worst. For so dislike. my number three for the worst is Stephen Strange and Christine Palmer. Ooh. Ah, interesting. That was my number two least liked. Really? But they love each other in every universe. Why? No, they don't. No, he loves her in every universe. Oh, right. And she is tired of it. Listen, <laughs> you. She is done with his shit in every you do universe. Not, you do not. You know, pull someone along and then leave them for many, many years to go become Sorcerer Supreme, show back up, get saved. That all's fine. Save him. That's great. You do not show up at her wedding to profess your love for her at the bar. Get mm-hmm. out of here, Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. I'm over here. Yeah. He's kind of a multiversal stalker, honestly. Like, th- yeah, this was over cool. a long time ago. He's just riding by her house in his car and it's like multiversal car. Yeah. <laughs> years later. <laughs> She's like, why are you so obsessed with me? We're told that, like, he loves her so much, but, like, in the first movie, he just disappears. Yeah. He, yeah. like, he dips and then, like, doesn't even send an email. Like, we see him, like, with an email app open. Like, he doesn't call. He doesn't send it. He had a Wi-Fi password. Right. Like, he had Shambhala. Like, <laughs> come on. If, if he was really, truly in love with her... If he really and truly cared about her, he would be giving her updates like, hey, you know, going to Kathmandu to try to fix my hands. You know, I don't know how I'm typing this right now. It's hard. Sorry I was such a jerk the last time we talked. Right. Sorry <laughs> I was a dick. Like, come on, man. And I, I just don't, I don't get the feeling that they actually are, or that he actually loves her like that. Interesting. Yeah, there's a reason that the relationship doesn't work out in any universe. Mm, yeah 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 yeah. see what if (laughs) oh you know like honestly in what if i feel like that one episode of like what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands i feel like that did more to tell me that stephen strange loves christine way more than either of the movies did and percent, yeah multiverse of madness they straight up said i love you in every universe and i'm like i don't believe that bro but then like what if was like no, I get it. This one, in this one, right. he actually does try. <laughs> yeah. The end of that was not as much as I love myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the idea uh, behind Strange is like he just wasn't ready to love anyone at that point. Like he w- he hadn't learned to be sacrificial. He still was all about becoming the best version of himself above all else. And as much as he cared yeah. for Christine, he 
hadn't learned to not care about him himself like above everything else. Yeah. He had to be the one holding the knife. That that's more like his arc in the second one. I think even at the beginning of the second movie, he's like more in a place where he realizes the importance Christine has for him, but like it, it's too late. She's moved on, you know. Yeah. She's gone. She's had 5 years without you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum 5 years without you. And married. Mhm. Could you imagine looking over her shoulder like, "Oh, he's not looking right. I love you." Still, could I have done anything different at your wedding? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the time to be doing that, bro. You needed to be done. Like, that needed to be done five years ago, at least. She took it really well. I would have been like, get out of (laughs) here. Leave, Stephen. Oh, yeah. Leaving. But if I do end up being in trouble, come save me because whatever it is, it's your fault. I just yeah, want to throw like, that yeah, out there. Still be, still like, be a if hero. If something happens to me, you have to come get me because it is your Continu- fault. <laughs> Continue being a hero. Because everybody thinks that you love me and now I am in danger forever. Thanks for oh, that. Oh, God. How, how bad would that be? <laughs> yeah. Like, just every villain thinks that you are the mm-hmm. significant other and it's like, I I hate him. I literally hate him. <laughs> yeah. He has no. all these love letters to you. I know, but it's not it's, it's not reciprocated. <laughs> Did you notice how they all said return to sender? Yeah. That's, that's a really funny concept. Like just the unre- unreciprocated love, like a superhero stalker that's always getting the wrong person endangered. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, it kind of makes me think of Benjamin Poindexter in uh, The Daredevil season mm. three. Oh, Yeah. I mean, he he was in love with the girl, but like, wh- why does it make you think of that? She didn't explain. Well, because he was in love with her, and she didn't know that he existed. Oh, that's he's right. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, it's pizza night, and like he had the same pizza that she had, but he was like watching from across the street. Yeah, that's right. It's very, <sighs> very so creepy. creepy. Well, what's your third, Jeff? Uh, my third is Cersei and Icarus. Ooh, nice. That's my second. It- <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of overlap here already. <laughs> Yep, we've, we're already like halfway through our lists now. <laughs> I always forget about the Eternals. Yeah, right. They're not on any of my lists because I don't care. <laughs> it wasn't until I was like researching, uh, you know, what couples exist in the MCU because I'm like, I know I'm forgetting something, and like I, I googled it and they're like, Cersei and Icarus was just kind of shoehorned in. I'm like, wait, Cersei and oh god, yeah, yeah they had a whole sex scene, <laughs> like. That yeah. right. It was Cersei and Jon Snow, and then Cersei and Rob Stark. Right. Icarus is Rob Stark. Got it. They had been together since the beginning of time, and they're always like on this will-they-won't-they they relationship. Uh, and then Sprite seemed to have a bit of a thing for uh, Icarus or whatever. Like That's the whole plot. But then, in the end, he's like all on board with killing everyone for the gods. Oh, yeah. So, any, oh, yeah. in my, my general rule is if anyone's uh, going to kill... Uh, their significant other, then they're probably going to belong on this list. Um, so <laughs> that true. brings me to my uh, my third, which is going to be uh, Killmonger and Linda Johnson. <laughs> Linda Johnson. Killmonger's girlfriend. Oh, the one that he shot. Yep. Just like oh, no I care think about it. whatsoever for her. I feel like that's one of the, the lowest... Uh, lowest level mcu relationships ever yeah for sure because it has like five minutes of screen time maybe i I forgot (laughs) to be honest i was like who i had i went through like all the movies and like wrote out all the ones i could think of all the all the couples and anyone that tries to murder their significant other 
they 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 got on the my bad list. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> and so, I, that that was my third because I did think it was like the least significant. Yeah, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. So if uh, if 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 trying to murder is one of your criteria, and there, I think it is. I think it should be everyone's. If they're trying yeah, to murder yeah. you, there's that line from Firefly. And if he tries to murder you, you try to murder him right back. You should murder him right back. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're not in love. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count for Vision at the end of WandaVision when it was actually Vision? Mm. In the hex. See it? Ooh. Thinks there are always gray areas in love. Yeah, now, now we're in, well. It's, he was more white. He was actually more. He was yeah. white. And gray, yeah. <laughs> little gray. I was trying to make the black and white joke. I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> you bring up an interesting question, and it is the very question that uh, you know makes him change his mind, which is ship of Theseus. Like, yeah, is, is that the, the is vision? that our vision? And I would say. I personally, even though there's no answer, I would say in that moment, he is not our vision. He is not the vision that was with her. He doesn't have the memories of being with her. That's not the same thing. He's reprogrammed in a way, in my mind. Well, he's been, he's locked away from his memories. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not trying to kill his loved one. He's just trying to kill some random danger or whatever, you know? And then it's not until the <laughs> other vision teaches him that, like, you know, you're you're being manipulated. Yeah. He also, like, does the, the forehead touch unlock. Like, yeah. here, let me access your files. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need the vision pin code. Doop, 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 yeah. doop. Yeah, I forgot my pin number. Can you put it in my forehead? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I was redundant there, but you get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got everybody's number three has been said, my number two, and Matt's number two has been said. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're on to Ashley's number two? Okay. My number two... Is Bruce and Natasha. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I was that's just never understand one. why it was a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's your number one? I was like, that's my man. number one. I hate that relationship. It's man. just, you know. I like that relationship. There's, it, it would have been the, the relationship that Black Widow has with, uh, you know, that Nat has with Steve Rogers is amazing. And there's no reason that she can't have that friendship with everybody on the team that she's working with. And I think it would have brought like a different heart and dynamic to the team if they did that with her and Hulk having that relationship just based on trust, but it didn't have to be turned into some romantic relationship. It could have just been because they trusted each other and were friends. I don't know. Yeah. It definitely Mm. felt like that relationship came out of nowhere. I remember being in theaters just, just like, where the hell did that? Why? Yeah. And then they never touch on it again. Nope. That was a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I know it's very controversial because of some of the lines in the movie. I reinterpret, I've reinterpreted them since that. When I worked on the Black Widow album, I had a lot of thought thinking about the Black Widow character and like what she connects with Bruce over. And like... I even though the whole thing about her like choosing uh, her her getting uh you know sterilized and then her like talking about that makes her a monster. I don't think that's the case. I think the like obviously. Uh but I, I don't think that's what the movie was trying to say. I think the movie was trying to say like that if Nat is making the decision to prioritize the mission over everything else including 
her like starting a family or whatever, like willing to go so far for this mission that that ma- that's what makes her a monster. And that's why in the end, when she says has that moment, she says, "I need the other guy right now," and pushes him. She's in that moment choosing again to prioritize the mission over her personal life. And it's like that's what she th- that's the that's the monster that she thinks it makes her. I I love that. I I really like that arc actually. Um, but like yeah, I don't think they're a great couple. <laughs> They're cute. That same thing could have been done though with like, you know, the the platonic like I love you, buddy. I really do, but I need the other guy right now. It wouldn't like, have hit. It wouldn't hit the same. It's not just them running off, but it's like Steve could die. People who she now thinks of as found family could die. Yeah. So it's more stakes than just them leaving and being like, oh, it's no problem. So I could kind yeah. of see why she would do it. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I I think she does in many ways. She does the right thing there, uh, but it's just heartbreaking because Bruce is all in on them running away together, which was what yeah. makes it so heartrending. Um, he doesn't want to become the other guy, you know, and it's like she forced them into it. It's it's a really and then dark it, scene. There's some consequences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. There's years and years of consequences. Um, yeah, no, I I I think that's a really dark and wonderful moment. But I agree with you. So like, I don't. I like that relationship. And what it does on screen, but I don't think it's a good relationship, <laughs> right? Yeah. You like you like what narrative the relationship got to, yes, and got out of it, but not the relationship itself. Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I think I can accept that. I still hate the relationship. It is my number one. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, what about what about your number one, Ash? It's uh, Sharon and Steve. Sharon and Steve. Wait. Sharon and Steve. Sharon and Steve. Steve and Sharon. Uh, I got confused I, for a second. So it was like, wait, Carter? No, I, I yeah, I got confused. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Sharon, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Like, Sorry. It's just a relationship that start like it didn't have a chance. What are you doing? It's he he kisses her like what two days, three days after Peggy's funeral. Like, come on. Yeah, come that's on. a little. That was a little gross. And then like, was retcon to Peggy's husband, which arguably undercuts Peggy's own arc and Agent Carter, but I won't bring that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Fight for it, it Ashley. Fight for it. It's all problematic from this from start to finish. Yeah. I don't know, you know what anyone was thinking. I would have I put that one on my list, um, but I feel like it wasn't a real relationship. Like, it, they weren't a couple, necessarily. Like, they kissed, sure. Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't end up together, and they didn't, like, you know, become a couple. Right. Um, yeah. More than just that kiss. It, or that, favorite, you know. it was on screen for a minute. Least on-screen romance. Yeah, it was an on-screen <laughs> romance. Fair. I'm fine with it being included. It's just, it does feel very shallow. She wanted it to go places. It was that, like, grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac kind of thing <laughs> in Wedding Crashers. No, she was like, I have your, your shield. <laughs> it's hidden behind the kiss wall. And you even see it on his face. He's like, if you watch him, his body language is, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll do this. And that's it. I know we've talked about this endlessly, but, like, it just makes me wonder if Peggy had told her niece about him. You know what I mean? Like, if she grew up hearing stories of, of Captain America, and now she's, like, through the eyes of her, like, lusty grandmother. Like, it just it just feels... Well, that's why she's the power broker now. It messed her up. <laughs> it did. It this did. is all Steve's fault. And I get it. Oh, my God. He would destroy me. I would become the biggest villain in the world if Captain America pretended like he liked me for 15 minutes after I got him his shield and then never called me again. Ah, oh, hell hath no fury. <laughs> 
Hell have no fury like an Ashley scorned. I would I would find hackers to like mess up his phone. I don't know what I could do. I'm not a super person, but I would annoy him oh, as man. much as possible. That is so funny. <laughs> well, my last one, and I, 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 I told you my rubric for this basically was these murderous relationships. Murder. I was surprised I got to three of them. Can you guess the, guess my my final one? The number one? Who else killed I'm a lover? Tony and Pepper. <laughs> Tony and Pepper? She didn't he kill him. He almost killed her with the suit. <laughs> he did almost kill her with the suit. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. Eh, some say. My final is Ego and Meredith Quill. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a bad one. Can I amend my list? <laughs> he was faking it. He was faking it. There's a difference. No, that's still that makes it worse. Yep, it does. <laughs> Like if he's faking it, just to just like I need to plant a seed, both figuratively and literally, and like said he loved her and everything, but no, 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 that no. no. But he's no, no. He, but in no, the, even when he's telling Quill about it, though, he seems like he really had an affection for her. Well, he was playing him. He got you too. <laughs> I think he like thinks of wrapped up in himself, ego. Yeah, yeah, he's the ego. He, he 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 thinks of humanity as so much lower than himself that he doesn't even think about. It's like stepping on an ant for him, and he's like, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I cared about your mother, but I it's she was a pet, you know. It's it's a yeah. it's gross. It's gross. It really hurt me to have to put that tumor in her brain. Oh, gosh, <laughs> <Come> no. again? <laughs> so crazy. Okay, we have a three way tie. I believe. Sexy. <laughs> A menage a tie. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, we have a three-way tie for second and third place, I guess. Uh, we have Ego, Icarus, and e- Ego and Meredith Quill, Icarus and Cersei, and then uh, uh, Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer. How would you guys like to resolve this? I would absolutely rank Ego and Meredith as the top of those three. It's pretty bad. Top of those. So we'll put there. We'll put Ego at two. Uh, that is that a good. Uh, and then, yeah. Ash, would you like yep. to choose between Icarus and Cersei and Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer? <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the face. The face the, that she gave us. Just like, no, I don't want to choose those at all. Gross. I guess I'll go with uh, killing is probably wrong. So killing Icarus is and probably Cersei. wrong. Yes. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll go with Icarus and Cersei is third place. Yeah, but there are versions of Stephen Strange that have, like, eliminated entire universes of the multiverse like caused incursions like Stephen Strange has gone around killing himself because of his weird but would he kill like, Christine? obsession yeah that's well, he, that's he the was thing. killing himself due to his weird obsession with Christine I think that's hot <laughs> <laughs> I think she's not alone in that how many universes did you kill for me today <laughs> <laughs> Oh, three? Not enough. Get back out there. <laughs> Bring me more universes. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's the case, we're going with uh, the first uh, top of the list, or, or the third third place is uh, Icarus and Cersei. Second place is Ego and Meredith Quill. And God. the worst relationship uh, is going to be Bruce and Natasha. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, I think we. I'm down. We all feel pretty strongly about that relationship itself, yeah. not just the consequences of it, but that relationship itself being pretty, pretty gross. Pretty gross. Yeah, 
Uh, ick. All right. Well, uh, we moving on to moving on to. Oh, before we do, honorable mentions. Honorable Let's mentions. Let's talk about first. our honorable mentions. Yeah. What didn't make the list? I got uh, <laughs> Ned and Betsy. <laughs> Ned and. Be- <laughs> oh yeah. Betty? That, Betty. Oh my God. Let's have it over to Riverdale. Like. <laughs> I, I had Cap and Chair on. Tony and Pepper were on my like lower on my list, and I was like, yeah, Tony and Pepper. Like he, he, it's a one-sided relationship. She does so much for him, and I don't feel like he cares for her. I feel like he's yeah. like Doctor Strange that never developed. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like Tony. Tony does love Pepper for sure, but is terrible at expressing it in like a really actually healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. He, she has accepted that about him, and it's you know it's kind of cute, but like. Uh, she could probably do better for herself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not money-wise. Oh, yeah, God, no. <laughs> I feel like Pepper chooses like to, to put up with a lot with Tony. And that's her choice, and I think that's a valid choice. And that's why she didn't make it on my list. But I, I still was like, yeah. she was down there as like a maybe. Uh, my last one in my uh, honorable mentions is Loki and Loki. <laughs> Loki and Sylvie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's my number three for top. <laughs> <laughs> I had Loki and Sylvia in my honorable mentions as well. It makes so much sense. Right? As narcissistic as Loki is. <laughs> yeah, no, did, did you have any other uh, honorable mentions, Jeff? We'll just dive in. Yeah. Uh, well, one that like wasn't really... like We didn't see it become a relationship, which... you know This is why it doesn't get on my faves. But like the way that Bucky and Sam's sister Sarah were flirting in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like I really like those two together. Mm. Ooh. I like mm. the I like the nice. way that they were they were interacting and like Bucky like holding all the kids on his arm while Sarah was just like looking on like he's dreamy. <laughs> and he's just like playing you with You gotta the kids. keep him friend zone for your brother. You can't ever like they have a very special relationship now. Both of them are filling the gap of somebody who's gone. And to bring a relationship into that could ruin everything. So Yeah. Good against yeah. it. So maybe he shouldn't fill her gaps, or just keep your mouth shut about it. <laughs> keep Still the name out yeah. of your mouth. Uh, okay, we well, all want to jump into the top three uh, be- best couples in the MCU. Tell me about your love for Loki and Sylvie. Because it just makes they're so much fun, and it just makes so so much sense for a Loki to fall in love with a version of themselves. Like definitely of does. Is it the narcissism? Yeah, I don't know. They were they were just they were really cute. And just like watching like when he sings this little song mm-hmm. when they're in the bar and like the way he yeah. lights up. You don't you don't get to see that version of Loki. We haven't seen it in a while. He's just been so damn moody. Oh, and the so, way that uh, the way that he like summoned part of the blanket to go around her. It mm-hmm. keeps like, mm-hmm. kind of And the little matching outfits. It's adorable. Yeah. It is. And we'll see what it's going to come, you know, what's going to happen with that. I think it's weird and it's toxic and narcissistic, but also I think when you find someone who sees you for who you are when others don't, that's a really powerful thing. And I think the the way they've expressed the relationship and the way they both see each other in a light that no one else does, everyone else sees them as trickster gods and they see (laughs) each other as the like whole beings that they are. It's really, yeah. uh, it's really powerful. Um, so I, I, I hear you. I feel like they helped each other to to develop into those whole beings. That understanding kind of helped to like help them to complete themselves as people. You know? Yeah, I think there's definitely something to that in in their case for sure. Um, especially in Loki's case, I think that Sylvie has 
the the way it ends is Sylvie still like stabs uh, he who remains. You know, it's like she still does yep. the thing. She has that's my growth girl. left. That's my girl. <laughs> uh, well, my my third is gonna be, uh, and I don't know, controversial pick. I'm sure, but I'm gonna go with Wen Wu and Ying Li, uh, which is uh, okay. the real Mandarin. Okay, and uh, and his wife, obviously Shang Chi's parents. Yes, Shang Chi's parents. I was. That was one of my honorable mentions. Oh, nice! Yeah, Yay. that it was. They had a beautiful relationship. They did, and it's what, like, it, not only is it beautiful, and she, but she makes such an impact on him. We see who he is without yeah. her. We see who he is with her, and then we see who he is without her again. And it makes it like the, the power of that relationship is really visible in that. It's kind of weird that he can't like self improve. So like, I'm not saying Win Woo's yeah. a great guy, <laughs> but but even in the end, like. It's some dark creature behind a veil is using his like undying love for her to make yeah. him put the world at risk, you know. So like, there's just even that has this beauty to it, where it's like it's toxic, it's terrible. He like can't let go. He's grieving still thirty years later or whatever. But he like it's there's still just something beautiful about him like punching that wall and wanting to save his wife, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and like that movie is phenomenal. It yeah, is. and her giving up everything. To mm. be with him. Yes. Leaving yeah. all the magic and everything that she's known. Yeah. 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 That was my one honorable mention that I had written down. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. I love love. <laughs> <laughs> my number three on my favorites is Steve and Peggy. Ooh, on number three, eh? Number three. It's not my favorite relationship, but it is in the top three. It is a very... Very good one. It's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Know. I'm going to throw it out. That's my number one. I figured it would probably be your number one. It is my number one. Not on one. my list. Not on your list. Not on your Whoa. list. Wow. Okay. All right. I like it. Huh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll- Since it's your number one, do you want to go on about it? <laughs> oh, well, sure. It's just, I think it's the most um, true love story of the entire MCU, really. Like, we have some love stories, sort of like uh sandwiched in these other stories but like when you think about steve's arc and who he is and like where it starts and where it ends like it he's the only character that makes the decision to go and be with uh be with the one he loves over everything he leaves leaves the time he's in he leaves his friends he leaves everything it's like a love that actually transcends avenging you know like he actually decides to put uh put his shield down and go be with Peggy in a different timeline. He chooses to create a universe for the two of them to live out their lives in. Like that's that's just some beautiful like I'm going to get teary-eyed talking about it kind of romance stuff. It's better than the notebook is all I'm saying. I- <laughs> it's very reckless. I think though it's not as reckless though cuz like I'm kidding. <laughs> he he got to the point with, you know, being an avenger and inspiring a bunch of people to where like the world's going to be fine. I can hand off the shield. I can trust these people. I can trust these people to do the job that I was doing, you know, what felt like by myself or, you know, with a small group or whatever for years. He got it to the point where he could hand it off and then, you know, did the thing that, that like Tony was talking about or that like Thanos was talking about. He, he accomplished the goal of making the world feel safe and then decided, you know, now I can put it down and go do my thing. I I feel like that's the he he achieved the goal that everybody went for. It's called work life balance, Jeff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you work nonstop until you've accomplished all of your goals That's right. forever. That's right. And, and then, then you, you go, go retire. Love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I go with my number two. Uh, okay, my number two is the Bartons. Mine is number two as well. Clint hey. and Laura—they're just so good together. Yeah, and so wholesome. Yeah, they're cute. They are indeed. They're are they too on many your list? kids for me. No, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that relationship doesn't work. There's way too many kids involved. <laughs> I do love that farmhouse, though. You give me that farmhouse, you get those kids out of here. I'll take it. <laughs> so the farmhouse is the best thing about their love ashley likes the farmhouse and not being near neighbors yeah uh, yeah you can fit a whole fighter jet back there <laughs> <laughs> they did mm-hmm. i just i think the bartons uh i like that they uh do have that sort of balance to their lives they have the mission they both care about and like we saw in hawkeye like she even was a part of it prior uh and you know like it's just it's just nice it's just nice to see uh them supporting each other but it's clear that it's a little more um consensual support than in pepper's case yeah <laughs> you know pepper's like uh, yeah, i yeah. guess you keep being iron man then and she's over there like helping him do research and talking to him about the problem and understanding his they're making decisions together you know what i mean and that's yeah. kind of rare in superhero media <laughs> yeah it yeah. really is yeah. and i th- like the 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 fact that she is you know, on the phone with him, like, you sound tired. You've been running around a lot. You know, put your feet up. Ice him if you have to. Like, she's looking out for him, but then she's also, like, helping do the research and everything on the back end. Like, yeah. I, and she's not being the, the nagging partner of, like, I, I can't do this if you're just going to be shot at all the time. She's like, I mean, I guess you got to do it. What's, what's the play? What's the play you're going for? Little catch and release. Oh, that's one of Nat's old tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I love it. I love that so much. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> like one of the things that gave me those points for them is the lack of jealousy around the Nat relationship. Because like, yeah, you're best friends with Black Widow. You go on secret missions with Black Widow all the time. How do you? Do? Like, that is a powerful relationship. That, and then right? he's calling you like, hey, I'm held up with Haley Stein. Belt or whatever yeah. her name is, or Kate Bishop. Here's a picture, and you're like, <laughs> "Here's a picture." I'm really good about this. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just sleep sleeping in this apartment with this 21 year old. Yeah. It's fine. She's 22. Tw- okay, okay. 22. <laughs> in this twin size bed, I'm a little injured. Yeah, and she's sad. I'll <laughs> yeah. call you tomorrow. <laughs> but that's the thing is like that's all going on. But like she knows her husband. She trusts her husband. Um, and there's just like a level I just, I, I think they're like, I joke about that with Natasha, but like, that is a real level of trust. Like there's, they act like sisters when they see each other, they hug each other. And it's like, it's aunt Nat, you know, like it's, it's a whole thing. And I, and I love their love. They named their third kid after her. That's true. That's true. They did. That's true. Nathan. Na- <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe Nathaniel. I can't remember. So what was your number two, Ashley? Mine's T'Challa and Nakia. Oh, I wanted to include mm, them so bad, but were. like... I love uh, that relationship. I do too. I just love any kind of like, you know, there's no cliche, no secret identity, or like having to like hide, like under marry under your station. Everyone was supporting their relationship. It's just two people who challenge each other and make each other better. Yep. And yeah, yeah I mean, I wish she was in Infinity War and... 
you know. Yeah, they were in my honorable mentions, and I love their love. But like, the only reason they didn't make it into my top is because they were. Uh, I just feel like we didn't get enough of them. Like even in the movie, they're not together. Like they're like, oh, we're kind of yeah. maybe together, and then we find it off screen. They had a thing, and it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, that's the only reason they didn't make my list. But I love. I think you're. Totally I love right. mystery baby. I love mystery baby. <laughs> I get to fill in the blanks myself. That love story. It's perfect. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I love the with them that like you know when he sees her the first time like that we we get their interaction. You know he was told don't freeze, and then asked later did he freeze like an antelope in headlights. <laughs> yeah, I mean. When it, it is a struggle when faced with the majesty of Lupita, like she is so beautiful. She's, <laughs> I would she's a very pretty lady. Of, Did he freeze? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would probably do the same thing. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. Well, the, we got our just our number ones left. I think so. Your number one is Stephen Peggy. Mine is mine is Stephen Peggy. What you got, Jeff? Mine is Jennifer Walters and Matt Murdock. Oh, uh, yeah. That was my the thought of honorable mention while we were talking. <laughs> ah, okay. Because I agree. It's really good. I love that they challenge each other much the way that that Ashley uh, was saying with uh, T'Challa and Nakia. Um, I love that they have you know their quippiness with each other. We saw their their relationship kind of build from like just kind of poking at each other in the courtroom. And like, you know, it got to the point where we're like, okay, maybe this guy is competent. And he was just <laughs> like completely cool with everything. He taught her a lesson as far as like balancing superhero life. And like, maybe you should just be a superhero, but you can also just be a, an attorney. Mm. Like, it's fine. I do that balance. Like, I, I love that. And then he goes, like, he shows up at the, the family barbecue later. Yeah. And it's just, like, chilling with everybody. And it's just, it's so wholesome. I love, I love that relationship so freaking much. And I'm, I'm, I put it first because I'm excited to see more of it. I'm excited to see more of that happen. Mm. See, my favorite Marvel relationship is Daredevil and Elektra. So it's very hard for me. Ooh, okay. Yes, okay. And that's, that's not like because we didn't include the shows, but even if we did, that would probably have been my number one. But like, even in the comics, like, I love the Daredevil Elektra relationship. So anybody else is a threat to Michael <laughs> Elektra Nachos. So you better step off. I do love them, and that's why they were my honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I love them. Uh, they're definitely my honorable mention. I just, I didn't really think of them. It was hard because that to me, the ones that superseded them were just because they had more, more time. They were like more together, more. I still feel like they're just like I don't even know if I ship them, but their relationship doesn't even seem like a relationship yet. It still just feels like a hookup. <laughs> yeah. At this point. Well, he was at the family barbecue. That changes yeah. things. Uh, it's yeah. definitely like that's like a third date thing. Yeah, yeah. If it weren't for the family barbecue, I would be. I would. I would have put them a bit lower. But um, I, I like where that's headed. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And like that walk of shame, quote unquote, was so not good. a walk of shame. He that had a, a smile on his face. Yep. He was. He had his boots slung over mm-hmm. his shoulder. He was walking in the grass with his bare feet. It's like mm, I love Morning. life. <laughs> So good. What about you, Ash? Last one? First first pick? My number one is Peter Quill and Gamora. Ooh. Peter Quill and Gamora. I Okay, so the, the relationship might be a bit of like a cliche, but throughout all of it, theirs has always been my favorite. The build-up, 
to them getting together. Like we have two damaged people who are trying to learn how to like love in a healthy way. And Gamora doesn't trust anybody. And Peter has a hard time being like patient and you see them work and grow together. Like that scene where he shows her music, you know, music oh, for yeah. the first time. With his pelvic yeah. sorcery. Your pelvic yeah, sorcery. And, and like the whole something unspoken stuff. And they finally get together. Like the, the st- uh, to the heartbreaking stuff that happens in infinity war, like him having the killer uh, and the whole, like, it's just so heart wrenching. Yeah, and when he finally pulled the trigger on that bubble gun. Yeah. Like, and that was the feel. last time he saw her. Oh, a whole new Gamora who knows nothing of it. So it, it's my favorite because it is like a, it's like a tragedy. It's a Shakespearean tragedy. <laughs> yep. It's very sad and very emotional. And now we get to have the trope of, you know, you used to love me, but you forgot, you know, or you never experienced it. Yeah. Like she doesn't even know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so hard to deal with. Yeah. Like, is he going to have to learn on how to let her go in the next one? Or are they going to give us what we want and have this new one fall in love with him? Which Chris Pat's very charming. It's not very hard. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. Well, he's got to find her first. Right. That's true. Yeah, we have no idea how much she's going to factor in. I know she's she's with the team in this new one, so we'll see. She know we know she knows. We know she yep. knows because Nebula told her. Remember, she's yeah. like, "That's the guy," and she Nebula oh, was like, yeah. "It was oh, either yeah. him or a tree." <laughs> <laughs> he's when like, "Come on!" Need, when she needed him twice, and he's <laughs> like, "You missed the first time, but then you got both on the second, second one." Time. <laughs> So good, so good. Oh, God, that was funny. All right, so we got a couple ties if we want to try to resolve them. Uh-oh. Uh, I think our ties are, uh, we got Matt and Jen, or Peter and Gamora. And uh, I, how do you guys, I can resolve it since I wasn't involved, since they were the two that you guys picked. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to yeah. go Peter and Gamora. I'm going to go Peter and Gamora, too. I just think it's a better story so far. I love Matt and Jen. Fine. They're too new. We have more of them, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll get more. We'll get more of Menjin. So that's our third place. And then our last one is uh, we got a tie for first and second place between Captain America and Peggy Carter or the Bartons. And I guess, uh, Ash, uh, you weren't involved in that one. Would you like to make the decision? I will say Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers because... It because does it's a classic. End up being what the entire thing, the entire Infinity Saga ends on it. So yeah, I think it's uh, it's I'll, there. I'll I guess it is way. important narratively, thematically. <laughs> sure, it's just always hard for me because I want to be the one he falls in love with, and I'm like <laughs> Peggy yeah. Carter. What does she have that <laughs> I don't have? She has a lot. She has a lot. Even <laughs> when it's a flipped, lot. <laughs> when she becomes Cap. When uh, in what if, like he sticks around to support her the way that oh she God. sticks around to support him? She's so hot in Multiverse of Madness, like mm-hmm. right. I, <laughs> having never been like, oh, Peggy's the best. Peggy Carter as Captain Britain is the best. <laughs> they should do more of that. Absolutely, I, uh, I think they will. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if we'll see her again in live action, but we're going to see her again in uh, yeah animation soon. Yeah, thank you, Sam yep. Raimi. Yeah. As, thank you, Sam Raimi. Uh, okay, well, that's our list, guys. What, what did you think? Uh, what did you what's, think? Our, what's our number? 
count them out. Count them down. Oh, the final list What's is our, our number list three. Count them down? Number three is Peter and Gamora. Number two okay. are the Bartons, and number one is Captain America and Peggy Carter. I feel like that's a strong list. It is. That's a strong re- like relationship it. list. Like each of those is fairly pretty solidly healthy. I really like you had kind of won me over on the Bartons, Jeff. I was about to say like. You know, because we were the ones who were arguing about that, and I was going to be like, you know what, you win. The Bartons get it. Uh, but then I'm glad we let Ashley decide because I think Peggy and Steve deserve the top spot, and Lydia, who commissioned this episode, that was that was her top. So that was nice. her top. Oh one yeah, as well. we came full circle. Yeah, we did. Look at we that. Did. Yeah, we did. Just like Cap did. <laughs> Getting. <laughs> I, I know. I now know you meant with like the time travel, but at first I thought you meant by going back and dating a different Carter. Yeah, he, he tried that sample. in our time. He had to sample all the cards. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, mm, ah, the original, first listen, one's best. <laughs> listen, you may date a lot of Carters, but you're going to come back to the one that really means something to you. Do you think he went back and told her? <laughs> what a conversation. We don't keep any secrets from each other. We sure don't, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. What happens in the future? Do I have any nieces and nephews? Sorry, space-time continuum. We can't talk about your nieces and nephews. <laughs> yeah, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. If I tell you what happens, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do I have any nieces? And he just holds up the one finger. <laughs> Doctor Strange, one oh, finger. God. Oh gosh! And then she throws herself on a grenade to save him. Duh! All right. Well, uh, that's good. That's good. We did it. Uh, that, was, that was a good list, guys. Good list. Good job. Yeah, uh, we'll solid back. list. We're gonna be back soon, guys. By the way, uh, we mentioned on the last episode we did we talked ad nauseum about it, but we have a new Patreon. Um, and those of you who have not yet, there are. We had 140 people on the Patreon prior to the new shift, the new whatever, and 90 of them still have not swapped over. I've sent multiple emails. If you get a chance to go over to patreon.com, if you're already a patron, and swap over to the new uh, the new tiers, that would be awesome, so we can get it uh, all set up right and everything. Um, and if you are not a patron, it would be awesome if you went over to patreon.com slash mcucast and uh, give us some love. Um the tiers start at five bucks and we we make a ton of content here it if you can support it it really if if it means something to you please support it it really helps us out a lot if you like commission episodes like this one then you can get in that list at the 15 dollar tier right matt yes that's right that's right yeah um all right guys we'll be back soon peace until next time true believers bye Bye. i wanted to do it so bad Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.